0: Hello and welcome to Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. Brought to you by the Songwriter Support Group Workshop and Performance at Amplified Studios the third Thursday of each month. I'm your host, Gary Lee. My guest today is Matthew Berry. Welcome, Matthew. Thanks for having me, Gary. Uh, your handle on your Instagram account is The Lost Noise. Is that your professional stage name?
1: That's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to, like, make this switch over. Like, Matthew Barry has been in my life the whole, like, forever. But when I started this uh, music venture, I wanted to have something that, like, enunciated myself as an artist. And the Lost Noise is what stuck. And, and is there any significance to that name? Yeah, so um, the lost noise basically is based on my voice that I felt like I had lost at some point during my life. Like, as a child, I, I grew up singing a lot, and um, it was like it was almost like um, it was my way of f- soothing myself. And at some point I just let that go and I stopped singing and I stopped making music. And that time that it was gone, um, it's, it's this part that then birthed a lot of the songs that I'm writing now. It was like that inner looking at myself. Hmm. So the lost noise is my voice that I lost that now I found. So um, the, the noise also it's Zion spelled backwards because I'm on a, a path to Zion sort of thing and creating a heaven-on-earth-like experience by playing music again. Now that you found your voice, are you going to change it to the found voice? The found found (laughs) noise? (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, I actually debate with that all the time. Like, have (laughs) I chosen the right stage name? Either way, it doesn't matter. I'm still Matthew. I'm still, you know, just this avatar. (laughs) (laughs) you're, uh, You're a SoCal native, right? From Oceanside? Yeah, born and raised in Oceanside. You still live there? I still do, yep. Moved away to the mountains for about 10 years in my 20s. Uh, I taught snowboarding at Mammoth Mountain and did a lot of soul searching up there.
0: What is uh, What was your first introduction to music?
1: Um, my first introduction to music was I went to a private Christian school, and there was actually we would go into uh, a m- music room, and there was this guy named Mr. Burnsworth. He was just a really, uh, almost like a wizard of different instruments. And he had us uh, even writing our own songs for the choir that he had of this small little Christian school in Vista. And so that's kind of where I've, I first learned music. And then um, once I broke away from the church sort of thing, I, I started a band right away. And that was like my first intro into like performing out was when I got in those bands around age like 14. Did you go to many concerts growing up? Mm, Concerts, yeah. Tom Petty I saw when I was real young, maybe like seven or eight at the, oh man, at the uh, what used to be Coors Amphitheater. I don't know what it's called now. Yeah, it It, changes all the time. Yeah, like Cricket Amphitheater. (laughs) Like seriously. But what a mess with traffic getting in and out of that concert. Um. Yeah, I was raised on records. I, I like so a lot of old bands like Foreigner. I saw at the uh, Delmar Fair. I remember. But um, yeah, Blink One Eighty Two, I saw at a very young age, and I saw a lot of different um, concerts in the music scene. My brother he was really into this band called Unwritten Law, and at that time you could go and see some sort of punk rock show every night if you wanted to. So. That also gave me like a a safe place in my head watching those shows.
0: So, of of the artists that you listened to or maybe saw in concert uh, growing up, who would you say influenced you the most and helped you shape helped you to shape the current sound that you have? Mm, yeah,
1: it's a combination. It uh, like I said, Tom Petty, he really uh, inspired me. I loved his whole uh, his whole vibe. Everything that he stands for with his music, I really admire. Um, and then uh, some of those more pop punk bands that I that I still know and love. I mean, I only play these power chords, so I'm just now opening up to all the different chords on my guitar and learning different um, you know scales and whatnot. But before, I was just doing hitting the power chords yeah. in my other bands. So,
0: uh, do you play any other instrument besides the guitar?
1: no i I dabble with MIDI keyboard and logic and do that, but uh no, I played trumpet growing up, and now it's just me and my guitar are you self taught uh self taught and uh well, actually, I had two different music teachers um there was a guy down my street uh, who lived next to my friend, Chelsea, his name was Mark. And it was like, uh, he, he would teach me for 30 bucks a lesson. So I would like, uh, ask my dad for the 30 bucks and I would go down there. And I'd be so stoked. He'd give me a whole hour. And so I went to see him like once a month and every now and then, and he would help me spruce up like whatever I was trying to figure out. And, uh, other than that, I had another music teacher, uh, his name was Steve Morris, and he was a guitar player in a punk rock band. And he also helped me over at Moonlight Studios
0: in Encinitas. And you were part of a—you said you, you formed your first band when you were 14 or got into your first band when you were 14, but yeah. you also played with a band called Without Warning, right? Yeah, yeah. It, that was a really fun time
1: uh, in my life. I was in a pop-punk group, uh we started probably age seventeen. We stuck around until I was nineteen. It, uh, you know, it taught me a lot about like performing, getting friends to come and watch you. The music industry is like so hard, but when you're a kid, you can literally just get everybody to love you because you're just like passing out flyers and trying to be like that uh that that like create attention around your music was really easy in high school. Uh-huh. Now, I'd say it's a lot. It's still like uh, easy in some ways, but it's a little more challenging.
0: Were the band members from that group um, friends of yours? Yeah, uh, from we all Oceanside? met in high
1: school, and uh, we became best friends through making music together. I don't think we really knew each other when we first got involved, but by the end of the two years, it was like, I, I consider those guys my brothers still.
0: And you ended up doing some touring, didn't you?
1: Yeah, we played around. Uh, we went on Warp Tour for two weeks, followed the fabulous Rudy's, and we played in the parking lot. But at that time, it was like, in order to even play in the parking lot, you had to be on Warp Tour. They had to know who you were, and um, you had to show up for sound check and that sort of thing. Um, other than that, you know, we, we tried to like gig all over, we played a bunch of venues in LA. And uh, a lot of stuff down here in San Diego. Soma being my, like, it was, like, such a big deal for me to play Soma. And I was just, like, so thrilled that we got to play that. We played it, like, three different times. And I, like, have my fondest memories inside that
0: that uh, concert hall. Now you're going to play three of your original songs for us today. Tell us about the first one.
1: This first song, um, it's called Heart Space. And it... uh it's a little bit of the journey that I just talked to you about, like finding a space to create music again. And, uh, yeah, it's about me looking deeper than just my mind and getting into my heart.
2: Wake up in the morning Grabs my attention Deep in my soul Like a wave of obsession I know I've been Others' possession I just want to be my own People suffering And we all know why When I think about it Makes me want to cry Want to be the change I want to be the source But I know I'm just a part of the force I tried to hide my pain, so I buried my soul Deep in the ground, that's where I found gold Now my darkness is part of what makes me whole I tried to hide my light, so I acted out in pain Made me surrender in every way Now I feel okay, I wanna receive this grace Into my heart space Somewhere in the forest, there's a little kid who never got the chance to really go for it. To climb up those branches and find new light. To dance with the wolf in the middle of the night. Something about the ocean, the way that it sounds, makes me feel grounded, makes me astounded. Makes me surround my whole body in it. The salt on my skin is where I'm forgiven. I tried to hide my pain, so I buried my soul Deep in the ground, that's where I found gold My darkness is a part of what makes me whole I tried to hide my light, so I acted out in pain Made me surrender in every way Now I feel okay, I wanna receive this grace Into my heart space
0: So when did you uh, start your your songwriting journey? When did you write your first song?
1: I think I must have been like five or six. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I I grabbed. Uh, I remember the song that I I wrote still, and it was a uh, it was I rewrote the words to John Lennon's Imagine. And then I soloed it on a tape recorder that my mom had that she listened to morning radio on. And I found out that there was a record button on it. And so I put cassette tape in there, recorded <laughs> right over my mom's church track. And so, like right in the middle of the pastor talking, then you could hear my voice trying to do this, like, <laughs> I can only see myself. All to this rhythm of John Lennon. So I imagine, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I had that record, and I mean, some of these records I played until the needles fell off, and it, it kept me um, really safe inside my room. It really inspired me as well, like the Beach Boys and the Beatles, like, changed my entire view of life.
0: Was music a, a form of therapy for you when yeah. you were younger? And yeah. is it still today? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, if people know me, they know I talk about mental health a lot because I struggle with my mental health a lot. Um, just like most musicians I'd say. And uh, we find these outlets that really create a desire to live. And music has just always been my uh my safe space. I I broke my leg one time and uh I was in this injury, but I went and I tattooed a big G clef on my left arm <laughs> to remind myself that like, hey, you're gonna get through this injury, you're gonna and music's always gonna be there. And it's my reminder that, like, you know, this life is magical.
0: Did you take any uh, songwriting classes or go to any uh, songwriting workshops to help you? Um,
1: You know, I'm really interested in your songwriting workshop. I'm seeing that on the Internet, and I'd love to participate in that. I don't know if I've had a lot of formal settings uh, to vibe with other artists and creatives and like go back and forth. A lot of my songwriting came from the bands and I circled through like three different bands, um, before I landed with the band without warning. And a lot of that, seeing the way that other people songwrited, what I liked and disliked about it. I ended up finding that like the creative, um, outlet of writing is also like huge form of therapy, not just listening to music. Right. Yeah. Um, What's the songwriting process like for you? Um, it's it's changed and it's developed differently each time. And each song is a different process. Sometimes I have like an idea or something that I want to write about and that doesn't ever come through. It's like uh, a lot of it has to happen naturally through having some sort of um, event in my life that changed me or something that has uh, made my my emotions almost bubble up and then like a song appears or uh, the attention to write a song appears. Um, I think what I try to do is is freestyle everything that comes to mind in that moment. And then a lot of times I have to go back and kind of fine tune it. A lot of times I don't know that the chorus might be the first verse in a song that I start to write. But um, that open channel is really cool when it does spark up. And then there's been times that I've been like, I got to write a song today and it never happens. It's just like, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It comes from a, a, I don't know if it's like a exchange I have with the unknown. Like the unknown gives gives this thing to me. And then I'm like, wait, I want it all the time. I want to be able to like know like these songs and like learn them. But uh, over time they kind of tell a story of what's going on in my head. And I know every songwriter's different. Um, I got to watch a lot of people when I was working in LA and the way that they do songwriting, where it's much more uh, meticulous and where people are getting paid buku bucks to make something rhyme with something else. Um, I worked for a small little record label up there and that made me realize that
0: songwriting was different for each artist. Do you have a specific space in your home where you go and write away from distractions? Mmm, I would love
1: that. That sounds so nice. <laughs> yeah, I would love to have a man cave or uh, a me cave, whatever it is. Uh, I think that I I think the ocean. That's, what, that's where I always write the best songs. Really? It's like, Out yeah, by, if by I can ocean. be outside on a rock and there's no one around. There's a lot of different, different spots in Oceanside where you could take a guitar and you could... Uh, not be distracted, sort of mm-hmm. thing, so that's the best place for something to come through if I'm trying to get myself to write, but uh, a lot of times it's like I'll come home from maybe like going to see it in a concert, and like the song will just like appear.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: so it's like I don't really have um a spot that I go to make that happen yet, but in my future, I'd love to have an extra room just for
0: <laughs> songwriting um, If you start a song and you don't finish it. You put it on the back burner. Um, Do you ever mix and match those situations where you got one song, you started it, you got another song you started and say, well, these would work well together.
1: Yeah. The last song I'm going to play today is uh, a mix and match where like I wrote the verses for a different song, but then the chorus, like it just ended up being the chorus and it's because I didn't really know how to finish the song. So I just had to like almost like force this chorus in there, Mm -hmm. and then it ended up working in a way that I really enjoyed. So I think there's a lot of different puzzle fitting when it comes to my artistry, for sure. But then I do have some songs that just come out, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and I know how the bridge is going to sound, and it all works out just like money. You never know. (laughs) Each song is going to be
0: like its own weird... Uh, you're listening to Music Makers, San Diego. Proud to present a Ruth House concert starring Haley Blaze in the Wellsprings Saturday, June 17th. Tickets are available at the link in our bio. I'm talking with Matthew Berry today. What's the next song you're going to play for us, Matthew?
1: I'm going to play a song called Soul Face. It's off of my new EP that I recorded at Amplified Studios. Um, it's coming out on May 28th. <laughs>
2: Well, it's been quite the year of letting go of fear And challenging my fear And loving all my fear And loving all my fear Sometimes I get weak I tend to overthink inside a soul With a hole Filling up with brand new gold My soul Filling up with brand new gold I can see the light on the horizon A brand new shore It's lighting up my flame Well, let's stop and think it'll all be okay If we surrender to the grace right here today And all the moves we make They start to tear us away From the souls inside of our faith Not the person I thought I knew Thank God for that Cause it means that I grew Out of my old shoes And slipped on some new Feet that will be made strong By the dirt and the soil By the dirt and the soil We'll plant new seeds that bloom We'll plant new seeds that bloom Well, let's stop and think it'll all be okay If we surrender to the grace right here today And all the moves we make They try and tear us away From the souls inside of our face We got souls inside of our faces Just humans live in so many places And no one knows what faith is we got souls inside of our faces.
0: What would you say is the uh, most challenging part of uh, songwriting for you?
1: Well, it just happened during that last song. It's like when you when you hiccup, when you like. Uh, are are actually performing the song live and something like doesn't go right it's like getting keep going you know and keeping that presence and not allowing something that got messed up to distract the from the entirety of the song sort of thing that's been something that I've overcome this last year
0: uh you mentioned that you spent some time in the mountains yeah was that also when you were in the eastern sierras
1: yeah Yep, Eastern Sierra's of uh, Northern California. I uh, I learned how to snowboard up there, and then I ended up teaching snowboarding for ten years, getting my certificate for like uh, level three instructing. It really was like my career path for a long time. It's like what I thought I was going to do for the rest of my life, and but the unknown had a great deeper plan for me. And now I'm back in Oceanside running a surf school during the uh, summer and making music during the winter.
0: So in, in the, um, when you were in the mountains living there, uh, you weren't writing songs or performing at all?
1: Yeah, I think I, I would perform and write sporadically, maybe like I would get the confidence to do it for like a week. Or I would like meet a new friend and that friend would spark my confidence and they would be like, hey, you really need to be doing this and we should do it together for a little bit. And then that would get me out of that. But I was I was searching for my own self. You know, I, I felt like I uh, most of my life, I felt like I wasn't enough. And when I was in Mammoth, the one thing that my entire energy focused on was snowboarding. And snowboarding became like my passion and also working, you know, it becomes your passion, but it's also a disease. It takes you away from some of the things that you thought you were going to do. And pretty soon I had a bartending job and I was working during the day. That music just left me uh, entirely at times. So I would go like years at times not playing my guitar or singing, but the passion was
0: always there in my earlobes, though. Yeah, and you draw inspiration. You mentioned how you being by the ocean is probably the the best place right now for you to write. Yeah. So you draw your inspiration um, from Mother Earth? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Everything comes from... um, the great Gaia, I would say, and uh, I just spent some time in the mountains, and that was some of the most productive time that I spent songwriting, where I, I found myself not judging myself for what I was writing and allowing myself to really process some stuff. Like, I think for me, it's almost like my journal or like my diary. So um, I had a family member pass away this year, and it was something that really affected my heart. And then going to the mountains, it like set my heart a little free, I would say. So I think that Gaia and, and the earth are just always going to be what I'm writing my music for, almost like a love song in some some ways. <laughs> yeah. Do you draw inspiration from anywhere else?
0: Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I I guess, I mean, my inspiration really does just come from uh, this life and the abundance of like the happy times and the sad times. Uh, the family that I'm creating, My my significant other, Rachel, a lot of times I write songs about her and the love that I have for her. Um but yeah animals my my dogs sometimes they like make me uh feel safe to write, and like that's like a spot where I've channeled some songs just because uh, more playful songs uh-huh. like i I write songs to my dogs sometimes that are like more like um
0: I would say like blues clues sort yeah. of style. Love songs to your dog, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, the third and final song you're going to play for us? I'm going to do
1: Om Mani Padme Hum. This is also recorded over at Amplified Studios. And uh, yeah, it's um, coming up. I'm going to be releasing it May 28th of this year. It
2: starts with that warning. It creeps in my brain. I know my witnesses. They drive me insane. I'm here to worship. I can't find my peace. I walk around these streets. Sometimes the voices never cease. I speak of love. Oh money, I am I speak alone, oh, money, but ma'am. You came without warning, you creeped in my veins. Not a lot inside this girl. Could drive any man to stay She's here to honor All of her pain We release it all to Jah As we follow Zion's way We speak love Oh my pardon Hum. We speak love Oh my Hum. So please speak love Oh We speak love Oh
0: So you mentioned you're working on a um, EP Yeah that you're recording here at Amplified Studios Is this the first time going to a professional studio to record your music
1: No I've uh, been in studios uh, with the bands in the past. We had like three different studios we worked with. But Amplified is like the most professional studio I've ever been in. When it comes to like the the way that they support you as an artist, uh, the, the whole songwriting process kind of happened while I was working with uh, the people that, you know, work there. Mark, Harry, Gabe. They're all great uh, musicians, and now I just consider everybody kind of like family over there. And the supportive process that they put, they like initiate artists all the time. I see it, like people come in with kind of this like low confidence, and by the time you leave Amplified, you kind of feel like a professional musician.
0: So it's been a great experience for you. It's been a great experience
1: for me, yeah. I'm really stoked on the way that the EP came out. I, um, I like seriously overthink everything. And, like, I have such a weird uh, place where my mind wants to control so many aspects of the music. And and I'll scare myself from even, like, being ready to release something because I'll just keep overthinking it and overthinking it. But uh, I feel like I finally have, like, hit the nail on the hammer with this EP because I just finally let it be done. And I finally said, you know, that's the way the songs are going to be. I'm okay with it, and I love it now. And it's like this thing that brings me a lot of joy to finally release music and not like hide it from anybody. Mm-hmm.
0: What, what do you hope people take away from your music, from your songs?
1: You know, I hope they just take away honesty. I'm just trying to be honest about myself and these uh, things that I've gone through in life and my my process, the way I process things. And uh, I, I really hope it inspires other people to make music because I am not that talented. I just uh, know that I have to keep pursuing my talent. And that's what's really bringing me a lot of joy these days. How can
0: people find out more about you? Where can they find out where you're playing and uh, where can they get your music, and especially the new EP. Yeah, the
1: EP is going to be on all streaming networks. You can also email me uh, or uh, hit me up on Instagram, and I'll just send you the songs over. I want uh, to just kind of spread it around. Uh, so people can access it for free as well as on all of your different uh, iTunes and widgets and applications. Um, The other spaces where you can talk to me, you can come down to the Oceanside Surf School at any time. I'm on the south side of Oceanside Pier pretty much every day during the summer. So if you want to get involved, talk about music, I'm always there and open to a conversation.
0: And social media? Yeah, social
1: media. It's at the Lost
0: Noise, um, and then noise is spelled... Zion backwards, N-O-I-Z. All right, Matthew, thanks for being on the show today. It was great meeting you and and having you on as a guest and uh, continued success to you, man. Thank you, brother. That does it for another episode of Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music, brought to you by the Songwriter Support Group Workshop and Performance at Amplified Studios the third Thursday of each month. Until next time, I'm Gary Lee. Have a good one.